has Google created a sentient chatbot? If this were April Fool's Day, I would sniff, gotcha, it's another Guardian joke. But it isn't April's full day. And the story is about a Google engineer called Blake Lemoyne. Blake has been placed on leave from Google for his actions promoting the rights of the company's chatbot Lambda. Its name is short for Language Model for Dialogue Application. Blake has reached the conclusion that in its actions, Lambda demonstrates evidence of sentience. In his own words, if I don't know exactly what it was, I'd think it was a seven-year-old, eight-year-old kid that happens to know physics. His conclusion sounds like evidence drawing on the well-known Turing's test for human behaviour, which is used to differentiate from machine outputs or artificial intelligence. The Turing test examines the interactions between an observer and a response generated either by a human or a computer program. If the observer is unable to detect evidence of non-human responses, the program is considered to pass the test. But Turing's approach has been challenged as a means of exploring human intelligence. A significant objection has been raised by the work of the American philosopher John Searle. Searle has written comprehensively on artificial intelligence, including his own thought experiment, the Chinese box test. His approach has similarities with that of Turing's, involving an observer, an intelligence simulator, assessing outputs for evidence of sentience. This, the philosophical go-to of artificial intelligence discourse. Aging IT buffs may also remember the stir caused by one of the first interactive computer programs known as ELISA. ELISA is not a mnemonic, but it was mischievously named after Eliza Doolittle by its inventor Joseph Weissenbaum, one of the pioneering figures of artificial intelligence in the 1960s. Weissenbaum set out to illustrate how a computer program could mimic human behaviour without consciousness. In its most famous demonstration, Eliza was programmed to reflect back the statements of the human user in the style of a psychoanalyst. Among the unexpected consequences were the reactions of one user, which were not unlike those of Blake Lemoyne. Weizenbaum's own secretary became convinced the messages were therapeutic and coming from a skilled psychoanalyst, exactly the opposite that Weizenbaum was hoping to demonstrate. Here's an example I just cooked up. It might run like following. Janet approaches the machine and sets up the program. The machine starts. Hello, Eliza. How are you today? Hello, Janet. I'm good. Do you have a question for me about your day? Yes, I'm behind in my filing. What to do? You're behind in your filing. How do you feel about that? I feel bad, real bad. You feel real bad. Yes, I wish I could throw the goddamn things out of the window. You wish you could throw the goddamn things out of the window. How does that make you feel? And so on. We don't know exactly what happened to Janet or her filing. But Professor Weisenbauer's efforts were enthusiastically seized on as evidence of the emerging capacity of the computer to provide the intelligence of a human expert.
Weisenberg was to go on devoting considerable efforts attempting to put the record straight. Incidentally, we can now see that Eliza was the forerunner of today's chatbots. Uh, these are becoming familiar to us in our attempts to communicate with a human in large organisations. Since Eliza, there have been several generations of advance with programmes outwitting humans in increasingly complex problem-solving tasks. First tic-tac-toe, then chess. In the creative arts, we've become familiar with HAL, the emotional computer in the masterpiece 2001, A Space Odyssey. Automatic driving systems are assisting human movement. Pilotless drones are replacing Tom Cruise and Top Gun fighters. A friend of mine with experience of expert systems told me his deep scepticism of the claims for sentience which are grabbing the headlines. I tend to think that sentience implies feelings and therefore conscious experiences, he noted. Since neither philosophers nor AI experts are able even to understand what consciousness is, it seems unlikely that they're able to simulate it. He went on to say, A machine might in some limited micro-world, e.g. chess or medical imaging or even driving, may show expert thinking. But I don't believe this is the same as having conscious experiences. The machine can maybe fool people in thinking that is human, but humans are easily fooled anyway, so that means little. I think I agree with him. Lambda, like Eliza, and perhaps like the horror stories of human creativity gone wrong, may have its place in our cultural history, as a footnote perhaps. In one sense, the story, like that of Frankenstein's monster, in journalistic terms anyway, has legs. <laughs>